We gather to worship a God who took the form of a brown-skinned, poor man living under occupation who was killed by a police state. That is the truth every Sunday when we gather for worship. We gather to worship a God who knows the pain and the suffering and the outrage of Black, Indigenous, and person of color communities. Those of you who are here in our church, across our city, and across our broken, racist, and fallen nation. Christ have mercy on us all. We gather on this Pentecost day to recall that God gave birth on Pentecost. God gave birth to a new world, to the reign of God right there and right then that was embodied in radical communities of justice and peace. And we claim that God is still giving birth to a new world, to the reign of God right here and right now, embodied in radical communities of justice and peace. We are also this morning, on this Pentecost morning, going to hear another excerpt from uh, Paul's letter to the factional church at Corinth, imploring them to be the body together. He wants them to be the body in the spirit of God's Pentecost in breaking, to honor their many and varied gifts, and to embody together the radical, justice-infused, joy-filled, life-claiming way together. May it be so in our world today. And so we're going to claim a bit of joy in the midst of sorrow and suffering this week. And that little bit of joy is the birthday of Boaz, who I have learned his favorite song is Halle, Halle, Hallelujah, which we've been singing through Eastertide. It is the end of Eastertide, so we weren't planning to sing it, but it's Boaz's birthday. So we're going to do like a little birthday hallelujah for Boaz. So I invite you to join me as I sing it through a couple of times. Halle, 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 hallelujah. Halle, 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 hallelujah. Halle, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Halle, halle, halle. Happy birthday, Boaz, and hallelujah. <laughs> Regardless of where we are across the city, the state, and the country, we are gathered on the lands of the First Peoples. And Amy is going to post in the, oh, she just has, in the chat box, um, it's a map of Native lands. Uh, it's an incredible online resource, and it would not take you more than a minute to open it and look it up. I'm going to invite you just in the chat boxes. Most of us who are in Seattle are on Duwamish land right now. But if you're on other land right now, I invite you to name the first peoples to type it in the chat box. Additionally, if you know or want to look up on that resource, the land of the first peoples where you grew up. So I'm writing Duwamish and Potawatomi, which is where I grew up. And let's Let's just name that in the chat box and, and it can flow for as long as it flows, honoring those first peoples who attended um, to the lands on which we grew up. I also think if you don't already know, um, there's no shame in that, if you don't already know um, who the first peoples of the land where you grew up were, but I think it's good to wonder why that is so. Why is it that we have hidden that story? Thank you. As those honorings continue to roll in, let us open with song. Holy Spirit, come with power. If you have your blue hymnals, it's number 26. 
Holy Spirit, come with power, breathing to our aching night. We expect you this glad hour, waiting for our strength and light. We are fearful, we are ailing, we are weak and selfish too. Break upon your congregation, give us vigor, life anew. Holy Spirit, come with fire, burn us with your presence new. Let us as one mighty choir sing our hymn of praise to you. Burn away our wasted sadness and inflame us with your love. First upon your congregation, give us gladness from above. Holy Spirit, bring your message, burn and breathe each word anew. Deep into our tired living, till we strive your work to do. Teach us love and trust in kindness, lend our hands to those who hurt. Breathe upon your congregation and inspire us with your word. Thank you for that, Robin and Mike. <clears throat> I am going to um, share screen again for a call to worship that comes from uh, the back of Sing the Story, and I invite you, wherever you are, <clears throat> to respond with the bold print. And Amy, maybe I'll ask you to just unmute and lead the bold print for everyone. Come, Holy Spirit, lamp lighter, midwife of change, comforter, disturber, inspirer, and advocate. Come, fill our lives with the gifts earth can neither produce nor afford. Come, fill our lives with that rich mixture of peace and restlessness, calm and enthusiasm, which are hallmarks of holiness. Come, promise, promise Spirit, Spirit of God, of God. Find, find your way and make your, make home, your home among us. us. Amen. 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 We light our peace candle each week to acknowledge that we both witness to and participate in God's vision of a just peace for all creation. And today I want to join um, our Mennonite kindred across the country in a prayer that was written by colleague friends at First Mennonite Church in San Francisco, along with Mark Van Steenwick, who's Mennonite and lives in the Twin Cities a litany for Pentecost 2020. As part of this prayer, we will, we will name names. Um, and so Amy will be posting those in. And when I get to that section from wherever you are, I invite you to join me. God of the enslaved and God of the crucified, meet us in our anger, our despair, and our grief at another black life suffocated by the enduring violence of white supremacy in this country. Meet us with the fire of your Holy Spirit sent to renew the world. May this fire refine our vision, separating truth from lie, separating an uprising born of enduring oppression from state-sponsored white supremacist violence. Meet us with your justice embodied by Yeshua and the prophets who overturned tables, disrupted the status quo, and unflinchingly spoke truth to power. Amplify our cries for justice as we say the names of precious lives lost. 
together from wherever you are. George Floyd. Ahmed Arbery. Brianna Taylor. Mario Woods. Michael Brown. Eric Garner. Philando Castile. Sandra Bland. Stephen Clark. Trayvon Martin. Oscar Grant. May the fire of the Holy Spirit ignite transformation and healing. We pray for a righteous revolution, a society that no longer oppresses black bodies, where black struggle isn't exploited for white prosperity, where the powerful are torn from their thrones and the people can live in beloved community. This is the message of Pentecost, that God is birthing a new world. Come, Holy Spirit, birth the new world in the shell of the old. And now as I light our peace candle, let's adapt our familiar words to explicitly name that the peace we long for, pray for, and choose to live for is a just peace. And it's in your chat box together. We long for a just peace. We pray for a just peace. We choose to live for a just peace. Christ have mercy. May the peace of Christ be with you all and also with you. Pastor Amy. I was planning to tell the story of Pentecost during children's time today, um, but a lot changed about what I was planning to do today. Um, and I haven't had a chance yet in worship to read this book. Some of you might have this one. This is a story about two, two children and their families and how they responded to violence uh, in their community. Something bad happened in our town. The news was on the TV, the radio, the internet. Grownups didn't think the kids knew about it, but the kids in Miss Garcia's class heard some older kids talking about it and they had questions. After school, Emma asked her mother, why did the police shoot that man? It was a mistake, said her mother. I feel sad for the man and for his family. Yes, the police thought that man had a gun, said her father. It wasn't a mistake, said her sister Liz. The cops shot him because he was black. Emma was confused. He's brown, not black, she said. Some black people have dark brown skin and some have light brown skin, Emma's father explained. Black usually means African-American. Most of their ancestors were brought here from Africa as slaves. I know what a slave is, said Emma. That's when you have to do whatever the other person says. Yes, slaves had to do whatever white people told them to do. Even after slavery ended, white people didn't let black people live where they wanted, go to school with white people or vote. Who are white people? White people came here from places like, from places in Europe or Russia or other countries. We are white, even though our skin is light tan or like mine pink. 
Did our families do those things a long time ago? Asked Emma. Yes, said her mother. But back then when many white people thought that they were better than black people, even though it wasn't true, Liz added, some white people still think black men and boys are dangerous, even though they're not. Was the man that got shot dangerous? Asked Emma. No, said her mother. Shooting him was a mistake. It was a mistake that was part of a pattern. Like the pattern on my blanket, Emma asked. Yes, but this pattern is being nice to white people and being mean to black people. It's an unfair pattern. Suppose you had a birthday party and invited everyone in your class except the black kids, her mother said. How would the black kids feel? They would be sad, said Emma, or mad. And you would be missing out because you never got to know who could be your best friend, said Liz. And you can help others be fair, said her mother. Like telling Anna to stop teasing Ling about her name, asked Emma. Her mother gave her a hug. Yes, just like that. In another house, Josh asked his mother, can police go to jail? Yes, said his mother, why do you ask? That white policeman who shot the black man said, Josh, will he go to jail? What he did was wrong, said his mother. But he won't go to jail, said his father. Why not, asked Josh. Cops stick up for each other, said Josh's brother Malcolm, and they don't like black men. Josh was confused. Why not? Some police are black. You're right, said his mother. Uncle James is a police officer, and so is my friend Kenya. There are many cops, black and white, who make good choices, said his father, but we can't count on them to do what is right. Malcolm added, I can get stopped by the police just because I'm black, even if I don't do anything wrong. That's not fair, said Josh. What if it was a white man in the car? Would the police have shot him? They probably wouldn't even have stopped the car, said his father. Sometimes white people are treated better than black people, said his mother, but it's not right. Everyone should be treated fairly. Josh's mother gave him a hug. We're proud of who we are. Harriet Tubman, Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela, those were strong and brave black leaders. They showed us that we can stand up for our rights and set good examples for others. They were treated unfairly, but helped others to learn to be more fair. Some people haven't learned yet, said his father angrily. Why are you mad, asked Josh. I'm mad that we're still treated poorly sometimes, but I can use my anger to make things better, said his father. Black people have a lot of power if we work together to make changes. I have power and I'm smart, Josh said. His father smiled. You're right, his mother added. And you can change people's hearts by sticking up for someone who is not treated fairly. Like how Malcolm sticks up for me when the kids tease me about my glasses, Josh asks. He tells them to step off. Just like that, his parents said. The next day, a new kid named, a new kid joined Emma and Josh's class. His name was Omad and he was from a country far away. Omad didn't know where to sit or what to do because it was his first day in school. He talked a little bit, but it was hard to understand him. He said he was learning English. After lunch, the class went outside to play soccer. Daniel and Sophia picked kids to be on their team. All of the kids were picked to be on a team except for Omad. Daniel said Omad probably didn't know how to play because he was new. Sophia said Omad might not be good at soccer. Josh remembered what his mother said about sticking up for people who are treated unfairly. Emma remembered what her mother said about unfair patterns and birthday parties. Thank you.
all of a sudden, Omad wasn't alone. Emma and Josh were leading him to their team. We have enough kids on our team, Daniel said. We don't need him. But Josh was ready. Step off, he said. He's playing. Yeah, said Emma. We don't want him to miss out. And just like that, Emma and Josh gained a new friend and started a better pattern at their school. Of course, there are lots of different kinds of patterns that we can start to notice and also can start to interrupt and that's just one way. Thank you, Pastor Amy. We're now going to hear our scripture from 1 Corinthians from Janet Berg. Reading from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Now concerning spiritual gifts, my kindred, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were enticed and led astray to idols that could not speak. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking by the Spirit of God ever says, let Jesus be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Now, there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge, according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one spirit, to another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, the discernment of spirits, and to another, various kinds of tongues, and to another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are activated by one and the same spirit, who allots to each one individually, just as the spirit chooses. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, and for the word of God within us. Thanks, thanks be, be to God. God. Let's sing, There Are Many Gifts, But the Same Spirit, with Robin and Mike. There are many gifts, but the same spirit. There are many works, but the same God. And the spirit leads each as it chooses. Praise the Lord, praise God. Now one has the gift of wisdom, another the calling to speak. One the ability to come forth. Come be a calling to teach, 
I was going to preach on that, on uh, many gifts and one spirit. In fact, I was going to preach on bodies and how interested Paul is in the body, just like we learned last week. Uh, and if you want to read about that, I will post it somewhere so you can read about that because I'm not preaching on bodies as it turns out, except in a way I am because, um, because we are embodied people and part of how we are embodied is how we look on the outside. Um, and I have been dwelling in what it means to look like a white person and be, that is part of my identity. Um, and I was, as I was dwelling in this yesterday, the song that kept coming to mind was Holy Spirit come with power. Um, and I think because there's no way, by the way, I'm going to get through this without crying, which, uh, which in itself makes me angry, actually. That song, uh, because it is full of breath and it is full of fire. And our news is full of breath and fire. It is full of breath being taken and it is full of fires raging. And so as I thought of this, this song, and I changed the word, some of the words, I'm going to share with you the words as I, uh, <laughs> as I change them. They're not changed a lot, but I will refer, I, I will refer to them throughout. So you can check those out in the chat. Um, it, this has a, for a long time been a beloved song to me. Um, maybe because the Holy Spirit is the most mysterious part of who God is, and also because I see the Holy Spirit as the part of God which inspires creativity and which makes connections. And it has for the longest time also been the part of God which um, the church has been most comfortable using she, her pronouns for. And that also endeared me to the spirit. Um, so when I, as I was singing through this song and slightly different words uh, were coming to me, the three verses seemed like a progression. And in the first verse, I saw my own spirit echoed yesterday. Uh, sad and tired and, uh, and weak and selfish. My tears are selfish. It is selfish of me to be crying and it is not fair. And it is not fair to people who can't afford tears to bring this burden into black communities. I have seen many black folks on social media telling white folks, uh, like, get out of my DM. Stop asking me to do the work of comforting you. Stop asking me to do the work of educating you. That is what Google is for. That is what the plethora of resources that are out there are for. And I feel sad and weak and tired, but that is selfish. That is selfish of me. And I feel paralyzed and caught in helplessness um, and weak in that. I'm fearful and fearful of like, what if I speak up, what 
Will I alienate people I love? Will that cause conflict in my own family? Um, I'm fearful of those things, and I long for the Holy Spirit to come with power in me. I also want the Holy Spirit to come with fire. Sometimes, uh, sometimes we need this little light of mine. Sometimes we need a little flame. But sometimes we need the fire to rage. Mm, to rage in us and maybe to rage for real. Uh, we need the fire to burn us. And uh, I remembered and was reminded as we watch fires burning all over the country of the words of Martin Luther King, who wrote from Birmingham jail that riot is the language of people who are unheard. Um, people love to quote King and sanitize him, but he called on white liberals like us to do the work um, because it does feel like work. I know that that can be a hard word to hear for people who have been in this struggle for a long time. Um, and I long for the Holy Spirit to work in me um, to make it feel joyful. And honestly, sometimes it is. I missed the two gatherings of, of folks from our congregation yesterday, but read some of the notes of uh, sharing with each other both lament and also opportunity to, uh, to be advocates and to be partners in justice, partners in movement um, and be accountable to each other. I'm grateful for that because this is my being accountable to you also for creating movement in myself. And as I thought about the mighty choir um, and sad that we couldn't actually be a mighty choir, um, I thought, no, we don't need to sing a hymn of praise right now. We need to sing a hymn of rage. Just rage. Just we need to rage. To rage at politicians. To rage at systems. To rage at our own selves for the ways that we have become part of those patterns that are not comforting like a quilt but instead that tear, tear people apart. I pray that the Holy Spirit will come not to give us gladness, although maybe that's part of it too, because yes, we need to find joy, but to give us fury and fervor and energy for this fight. I pray that the Holy Spirit will come with power and make us useful. Ijeomolua was one of the women who I saw writing in social media, and many, many people retweeted her, saying uh, white people need to stop asking questions and show up with our money and support Black businesses and donate to the, all of the places to free people who are being jailed, to, to support um, just causes. We can easily find those places just by a Google search. We need to come and be useful and we need to rage and to channel that rage into something good. And we need the Holy Spirit to come and bring a message. Holy Spirit, come with power and bring your message. Burn and breathe into Burn and breathe. As I think of how the lines I can't breathe are echoing through our culture. I am confident that the Holy Spirit was breathing. Was breathing in the last breath to the very last of George Floyd. Confident that the Holy Spirit is breathing even now in us. I follow Oshita Moore on Instagram and she is a Minneapolis pastor. She's a black woman. 
She's an Anabaptist. And every morning on Instagram, she has been doing breath prayers for weeks. She's been leading breath prayers and inviting us to channel our own breath as a way of knowing God's spirit within us. God's spirit is in us. It's in us, and it is in everyone who has breath. She is in us. She is in everyone who has breath. And we have work to do. We need not just kindness, but justice. Spirit, teach us love and teach us justice. I think back, and I think I have echoed this before, to the words of Wazatayu when she came and spoke to us and experienced our worship and our prayers of peace and blood, that Megan uh, included justice as we pray for a just peace when we lit our candle today. Because we can't have peace, we can't have true shalom as God imagines it for all creation without having justice for all people and all of creation. Being kind is not enough. Sometimes kindness isn't nice. And justice isn't always nice. And it will make us uncomfortable. And we need the spirit to ignite us as white people. And I'm specifically speaking to those of us in our congregation who are white. People of color in our congregation have a different way of experiencing this, which I can't know. I can listen, but I can't know. And we need to be ignited, ignited by God's word that calls us into action and justice. Um, and I will say that my act of accountability today um, is this has been sitting on my shelf for a long time. I know some of you, others of you have, have seen this. This is someone that else that I've followed for a long time. And it's been sitting on my shelf for months and months. And now is when I'm going to start working on it. And I think a couple of others of you are also doing that. So I'm glad to have conversation partners in that. May the Holy Spirit come with power and inspire and ignite and inflame and breathe and breathe into us and keep breathing into us and into all people so that we may work for a just peace. May it be so. Amen, and may it be so. The Hebrew word for breath is also wind, is also spirit, spirit of God. And so let us on this Pentecost day breathe together. Take in a breath. Take in another breath and let it out with a sigh. Oh. I will lead our time of prayers. And if you have prayers that you would like spoken aloud, I just invite you to put them in the chat and I will add those to our prayers this morning. Let's pray. Ooh. Holy wind of God. Blow far from us all heavy despair, all deep distress, all groundless fears, all sinful desires, all false values, all selfish wishes. <sighs> Holy wind of God, blow into us your holy presence, your living love, your healing touch, your splendid courage, your mighty strength, your perfect peace, your boundless joy. <sighs> Holy Spirit of the God who loves and forgives us, hear the prayers of your people, gathered with expectation that you hear us, that you heal us, 
that you send your Holy Spirit of transformation into our lives. We pray this morning for Julie's mom, who's been in the hospital to deal with complicated health struggles for which there doesn't seem to be a simple treatment option. We pray for her healing and strength and we pray for Julie and her family as they wait to learn more and as they love and support her. We celebrate with Melanie and Jonathan their 25 years of marriage this past week and pray that their brief respite from work, their being away right now, is a restorative time of celebration and connection for them. We lift up Caitlin, who was diagnosed Thursday with a rare pregnancy condition that means she will need to be induced at 36 weeks. We pray that the medication she will be on will be effective so that she doesn't have earlier than 36 weeks. And we pray in her words that the baby is fully baked at that time, <laughs> healthy and vital at the point of delivery. Oh Lord, have mercy, may it be so. We pray specifically for the family and friends of George Floyd. Yet another unarmed black man murdered by white police officers in plain sight. And for all of our black kindred who live each day with the terror of white supremacy in this country. Oh God, we are outraged and devastated we recommit ourselves to the lifelong work of becoming and being radically anti-racist makers of your just peace in this world. Christ have mercy and may it be so. God, we come to you in grief, mourning, and lament of the 100,000 people have lost to COVID-19. Not only has this pandemic taken our beloveds, it has also revealed many of the most unequal, broken pieces of our society. And we ask that move forward, you may work in and through us so that we may continue to build your beloved community. With Annalena and Mark, we pray for their friend Kate, who is dying who has MS. She is Annalena's sister, Myra's friend. God have mercy. With the Sosa Padilla family, we mourn the loss of their fun-loving, generous, and good friend, Tony Castillo, who died of COVID-19 this week. We pray for his wife, Miriam, and their children and grandchildren. With Weldon, we pray for the village of Hetut, bombed today in Iraqi Kurdistan, killing a father and a son and injuring another person. Lord have mercy. With Annalena and Mark, we pray for their son, John Andrew, as he's flying back from Sweden and that his quarantine will go smoothly. With Larry, we pray for Paul Gorgon, whose cancer has spread as he's entered an assisted living facility for treatment for an infection. With Jean and Dave, we pray for their friend Dylan Malcolm, who's been afflicted with a seizure condition. And with the Nafsiger Rempel family, we pray for Lene's uncle, Dean, who is in hospice care and we pray for his extended family. And with Jean, we pray for Natalia and Alex as they care for Jean's mother and for our dear sister, Maxine Nord. Holy Spirit of the God who loves and forgives us, hear these spoken and silent prayers of your people. Hear us. Heal us, breathe into us and transform us 
that we may have confidence and strength to plant your justice on this earth through Jesus the Christ. And all God's people together said, Amen. We are grateful for the gifts that each of you offer to our congregation and for the means to collect our offerings digitally. And we bless the work that these gifts do in supporting the ministries of this congregation, including offering hazard pay during this time of pandemic to those who are working at God's Little Acre, our day drop-in center for those living on the streets. Those staffers show up day after day on our behalf, on the front lines, providing care and community, connection and resourcing for our neighbors without homes. And paying these staffers hazard pay is a small act of justice enabled by our collective offerings. Let's sing together now our closing song, This Little Light of Mine. And Robin is going to introduce us to this song by way of a video. It is there, Robin, yes. So this song, This Little Light of Mine, this is not the This Little Light of Mine that you learned in camp, in summer camp, happy, happy and going. This is a spiritual, This Little Light of Mine. And when I looked up in the handbook, that, uh, the hymnal handbook about how to sing it, looking for chords, there just aren't chords that fit with it. It's um, complex harmony included in this. But I went, so I want you to hear a little bit of it that I found on online, um, on YouTube of someone singing it, just the first verse. And then because it's in a key that we can't really sing in very well, I'm gonna stop it after the first verse and then I'm gonna change the key and we're gonna sing it, not slowly, the same kind of tempo, but in a different key so that we can actually sing with it. So mm -hmm. let me play for you. Oh. Mm -hmm. 
Friends, receive this benediction. May the Holy Spirit burn and breathe into you. May the Holy Spirit ignite your fury and your fervor. May the Holy Spirit of God come with power and make you useful. Make me useful. Make us useful. May the Holy Spirit of God teach you justice and give you the courage and the strength to plant that justice here on earth. Amen, and may it be so.